live here with Ben Patrick from Hollywood, from California, from somewhere over there in Los Angeles. Uh, looks like you're in a fantastic place. Uh, yeah. I want to go through that today with you chatting around uh, what it takes to be successful online and the contrast between online success and actually, you know, being a good coach and kind of looking at it from both angles of people who have a following but don't really feel like they have the tools to have the impact they want. And then the other perspective of people who've been, you know, doing all the work, all the study, they've got their PhD, they've got all the qualifications, you know, they've been training hard and they've got 150 followers and, and, and no online business. So, like, we want to talk to both of those scenarios uh, today. Yeah, so this is something that I came from myself. I was the guy who I strictly believed that marketing didn't matter. I only believed that my competency mattered. That's all I thought mattered until I realized I wasn't getting very far. So as you know, I you know, started Instagram a couple of years ago and just today hit 100,000 followers. So it's good timing to do this. So I, I'm the same guy that I was when I didn't even have an Instagram. You see what I mean? But no one gave a shit. And I just didn't recognize the value of the marketing side of it. And so up to now, having 100,000 followers, I'm looking back, I'm seeing other coaches, and I'm seeing that there's an inverse ratio between how good you are as a coach and how many followers you have. Because where are you putting your time? So if you're putting all your time into marketing, you're probably that person who's not putting enough time into just being the best you can absolutely be for the clients that you do have. But then if you're that guy, then you're probably not putting enough time into marketing. So it's time that we recognize in a good way, there's more opportunity, right? So I have more clients now than I ever dreamed I could have. I make more money now than I ever even had a goal for myself to make. So there's more potential, but you have twice the responsibility that you had 20 years ago as, as a coach. You now have twice the responsibility, but 10x more that you could potentially gain. So that's where I want to kind of dive in for you. Um, you know, in, in your case, you're like me, right? What was your journey? I mean, we, we were hungry to be the best we could possibly be. When did you start thinking about marketing and, and tell me about your journey? Mine was pretty strict of, you know, I want to be the best coach I can be then realizing, oh shit, I have no following and now trying to become a master of marketing. What about you? I, don't, I think it was a little bit different for me, Ben. Like, I think I always really enjoyed coaching. And then even when I started to travel and started to just ask questions about the world, like I, I started blogging straight away. So I guess I kind of wanted to put something out there. Now, blogging isn't the same as an online business, but I did sort of have little goes of online businesses back in, you know, 2010. And, you know, the, the, the YouTube videos that you saw of me, you know, yep. uh, deep, yeah. deep squatting on the back of the Poliquin stuff. Like that yeah, was I mean, part you're the of first guy I saw doing knees over toes. So clearly at that time you were already putting stuff out there, but that just shows the value of that. There may yeah. not have been a knees over toes guy if you and Charles hadn't been putting data out, you know? Yeah. But I wasn't like, I wasn't, I wasn't doing it smart. I wasn't business minded. But I did kind of want to serve and I always kind of had it in my mind that I wanted to, to have an impact, whether it was with like encouraging people to travel and just look outside the box in, in life or with training. Like they've kind of always been my two things, like live how you want to live and, and you know, have a great body, like, you know, be, be in, a, in a healthy physical state. Like that, that kind of been my two missions. And I, I guess I have always kind of wanted to broadcast that in a way and then I've just always 
I've been pretty fanatical about like learning about how those things work, like whether it's, you know, with nutrition or that or um, even the financial system and like politics and stuff like that. Like I've, I've gone deep into that and then other times gone deep into the other. And I've, I've, I've pretty much always enjoyed, you know, trying to share as I went. So I think a, a little bit different, you know, to yourself where you were like this amazing coach in the back corners of Florida that no one had ever, you know, no one had heard about. And you've like haven't really changed that much inside of your training system. And now you've helped more people with knees than ever. Like, so the gap really was, you know, getting the message out for you. Yeah. And, and I think every coach has to honestly assess where they are in that, you know, and some are going to be nice and balanced, right? And that's good. If you're nice and balanced, keep sharpening both skills, right? So I just think that things are going to work in that balance. Even if you're a good coach now, and then you become really good at marketing, it doesn't mean you should stop becoming an even better coach, you know? But I, yeah. but I just think you have to be, if you look at your daily schedule, at your weekly schedule, are you becoming a better coach and a better businessman both at the same, you know what I mean? You've got to be becoming better at both. Me and you talk about this all the time, even from an organization standpoint, right? We're always trying to get more organized because we know that more organizations will be better for our business. So marketing is one side of that business. And it's really, that's the thing. There's, there's our competency as coaches and our competency in business itself. So I, I think, you know, make sure you're getting both of those, getting better at both of them actively every week. And I don't think you'll hit any ruts, but I think the rut is waiting when you stop getting better at either one of those skills. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I had a question from a couple of guys, you know, I'm sure you get this all the time, right? Like the, there's a, I was talking to a guy yesterday on, on Instagram in the evening after training and he's saying, look, I'm 19. Um, I'm ripping into my training. I'm at university. And, and, and I said, like, why don't you start? And he's like, well, I'm working at a bar and I just want to focus on my studies at the moment. And he's doing, 30, he's doing 20 to 40 hours in a bar and a restaurant. And, you know, my, my take for him is if you just focus on your studies and just try to be the best coach you can be from that academic perspective, and even if he is training, like it looks like he's training quite well, he's still missing that third piece of actually coaching. Like, if you want to be a coach, you should start coaching. Like, start coaching. If you want to be a writer, start writing. Don't go to college <laughs> yeah. to write. Just start writing. If you want to be a coach, start coaching. I mean, yeah. Charles Paulkin himself was the biggest genius I met. And, you know, he said it to me. You could learn this all in a library for free, you know. Yeah. And he just started coaching. He actually took an incredible strategy. He didn't even charge people for training. He actually just went to nationals level athletes so he he never you know trained weak athletes he went right to guys on the national team said i'll train you for free so he was living from home for years training people for free um and that's sort of the route i took i trained him for very little you know so my gym wasn't necessarily profitable my gym did well in terms of the amount of training we were doing and pretty good income but relative to me and how many trainers like i never charged much for the training itself but the point is it gave me so much experience in yep. so little time, I don't have a college degree. I just to get legally certified, I had to go online and try to think, well, let's see how many lies are going to be on this test. And, you know, am I going to correctly predict this lie? So I was having to answer questions to legally be a trainer that are proven false. And I guess right that they're lying pieces of shit on the test. And I was right. And I got certified, but I didn't, I didn't study for that. I didn't go to college for this. And that, that's just the time we're living in. It doesn't mean you can't go that route. But I, think, I just think that real movement alone is a better way because instead of four years of college, 
So now you're graduating in debt. You don't have the coaching experience. You've been fed one line of thinking. You don't necessarily have a worldview. Guys, in real moment, we get to all talk amongst each other. We get a worldview of training. We understand calisthenics. We understand weightlifting. We understand stretching. We understand every aspect you could have of training. We not only don't go in debt, but we don't graduate. I see some great coaches finishing college with literally two, 300 followers on social media. And now guess what? They're having to go work at some shit gym and do stuff they don't even believe in because that's the only job they can get now. And they don't have the, the freedom and they don't have the following to do anything online. So it, it's a really rough system, not to mention then they're so far in debt that they can't take any chances. Age 20 to 30 is when you should be taking the most chances. But if you're in debt, you already can't take those chances because now you have to pay off your bills. So, you know, starting out as a trainer, Real Moment's providing an alternate route to that. And it's just like Neability that now Neability is recognized and we have guys on either side of the Super Bowl using it. But last year it was Neability was, you know, this unorthodox thing. All of a sudden it's orthodox. Real Movement is going in the same direction that – people are going to start looking, oh my God, you're certified in this and this with real movement. And that's going to have more respect than a college degree. And again, it gives you the opportunity to coach. It gives you the opportunity to grow. I mean, even if I disagreed with everyone in real movement, I would sign up just for the social equity alone, meaning the value of having people on social media that are on your team is so huge. And of course, there's really not that much to disagreement with to disagree with with real moment because all of us are built on the concept that we're for truth no matter where it comes from we would open up a college textbook and we'd be able to recognize what's true and what's not true and there would be plenty of good data in there but that's what we all have in common that i see is that we're for truth no matter where it comes from and you know we we recognize that we have a lot of work to do and working together gives us a chance to do that but i see these guys graduating from college there's no together. There's no – their professor who never trained anyone can't just now give them some you, – you get what I'm saying? It doesn't it, – it's, it's not as good as it sounds in that department that, all, that you're going to have these, like, quote-unquote, you know, connections from doing that. Um, no, it, it, it works, man. Like, it, it literally works to I, – I know, you know, and I have a network marketing business, so I have this experience. Like, I can literally put money in someone else's pocket by saying – this guy is really good at something. And I'm very careful about what I do with that because it's, it's important that I do that in the right way. And, you know, like we've had that relationship and, and you do it with me without that network marketing background. But the power of having, you know, social proof and endorsement and, you know, we want it from both sides. So we want to be really, really confident in our knowledge. And, and that's the thing that college seems to suck out of people is confidence. You know, they leave with a, a massive lack of confidence. Like nine out of 10 people that I speak to that are graduates have no confidence in their ability to actually get work done, but then they kind of have some weird kind of cockiness and arrogance around like that they've had an education, but they sort of know they're never going to get like that. They're not ready to get results as well. So it's a, it's a funny kind of dichotomy that it's putting people into at the other end of the spectrum. We've got the guys who do have a following and for whatever reason, social media has, has done well by them, but they lack confidence um, in what they're delivering do those people need to get a university degree? You know, what, what do you recommend for, for those people? Like, I don't know, you kind of just spoke about it, but. Like, I mean, that's, that's the thing is real moment gives you so much confidence. Like when you learn my knee system, you get a, a shit ton of confidence when you learn with Lucas, like these things, it's, 
it's so applicable you can get right to work. So a book may give you ideas, and I don't know about you, but I stay constantly studying different studies and stuff like that. It's not like just because I'm not in college, I'm not studying just as much as those guys. I'm just not partying and, and jerking off in addition to that and having someone else tell me what I should think. So in real movement, you're not told what to think. And, you know, we stay hungry for knowledge, but we get to learn from each other. So I had to dedicate my entire life to knees, not to mention I wouldn't understand what I do if I hadn't been through surgeries. I don't want you to have to go through surgeries to learn what I did about knees. You see what I mean? Yeah. So it's like that. We all know, I mean, how many people get so successful from having the right mentors and stuff is so much more valuable than one book. And so that's what Real Movement is. It's mentors on any area of coaching you could want to know. And if you have an area that we don't even have covered, then you should be in. And, and so that's the thing. Like I'm a part of it because of what I get to learn from others. And then I get to bring what I know about needs to the table and save. I mean, Lucas, you know, he had, he has like, what does he have? Like no ACL or something? Uh, yeah. I didn't even know about that until recently. Yeah. Right. And he was telling me about different issues with it. And now yeah. with knee ability is like, boom, and he's hitting new PRs and stuff like that. And yeah. so, so he gets to learn from me. I get to learn from him. It's a very simple example, but yeah. it, it literally saves you hundreds you know, of times of, of the amount of time it takes to learn these things by experience. And then you, so it's so the, the knowledge is so applicable and we're all, and as a group, we're hungry to keep creating into it more. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the obvious thing. You know, someone comes to me and says, I want to work in NRL teams. I say, look, I've, I've worked with, you know, Pat Lane, Sam Kennedy, Fred Masaru, like they're the three people who I chose to be my interns. They all work full time now in, in pro sport and pro rugby. Like, if you want to, if you want to get like do what they did, I can give you the exact blueprint. You need to be training, you know. You need to be learning about these things. You need to be having conversations with those guys. Like DM them, show them what you're up to, send them a message every month saying this is my progress for the month. And there's just there's so few people out there that are like that that will actually do the work, that are hungry, that will follow up on things. Like you were like that with Charles, I'm sure, which is part of the reason why you got deeper into Charles's knowledge probably than, than anyone did. I was probably a bit too intimidated by him and, and didn't get enough you know, time with him to, to get maybe quite as, as deep as you. But the path is, is pretty clear. Like You need to be associating with the people who are doing what you want to do. And the chances are they're not yeah. in university unless you want to be a professor. And, and if you want to do that, yeah. then for sure, go that path, like 100%. Yeah, and yeah then, you, then you have to. But yeah, I mean, yeah. look at my group in ATG, me, Derek, Jeff, Connor. All right, well, what do I teach in Real Movement? I teach knee ability and I teach online business. I teach how to grow your social media and stuff organically and, and things like that. Well, Jeff started out a couple thousand followers. I made Derek's Instagram account and he has over 30,000 followers now. Connor started out at, at 2,000 followers, has over 80,000 now. So when you put that around me, they're going to get that, not to mention they're all Derek's back dunking, his knee pain's gone. Jeff is dunking now. Connor got rid of knee pain that a doctor said he needed surgery to fix and now is just going viral like every which way. <laughs> he just had another – he was just yeah, on sports center and now on, he's blowing up again with one that has like 2 million views and he has over 80,000 followers. So yep. my, my point is just those are the things I do well. You put people around me, they're going to do those two things well. But then there's other guys in the group. That's the whole point of 
real movement is that instead of spending this many thousands and then this many thousands and then this many thousands to go try to slowly learn from all these different people, it, it's all right there in a way that you're not having to spend the thousands to get it. So, um, yeah, it, it's really that simple. Put yourself, you know, around the results that you want. And that's where the, for confidence, my go-to for confidence is number one results. And then number two, the number of times getting those results, right? So we've all been there that we, that some cool results happened, but it was just the first one. So we're like, Ooh, maybe there's something there. Right. But then we also know, I mean, if I told you I wanted to, you know, get good at, at chin-ups, you know, you could yawn and you could get me good at chin-ups because you've done it so many times. And in real moment, we have so many guys who have gotten results so many times on things. And, and I think that's where the confidence comes in, right? It's because you're not learning something theoretical. You're not, uh, you're learning it from someone who's made that result so many times. And it's so easy to absorb the knowledge and then try it yourself. And then you can start to make that result. And before you know it, a month goes by. And now you've made that result so many times that then you're confident in it. So, um, that's where, the, that's where the confidence comes from. The confidence doesn't come from your amount of followers. That's playing the game to get more eyes on your product. The confidence comes from getting a result over and over and over. And we had, a, we had a Wayne Goldsmith on that last uh, summit that we had where we had a bunch of NBA, NFL coaches, you know, top, top coaches from lots of sports. And, and Wayne Goldsmith speaks with Olympic athletes across lots of sports. And he, he said confidence is belief times experience. So that result is, is that you've had the experience of doing that over and over again. There is that belief factor that some people, you know, I think you get that knocked out of you a lot when you go to university. I know on my first week in university, yeah. they told me you're not going to work in elite sports. And I was like, wow, that's, that's uh, interesting information to give me at the start of a, you know, what's going to cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars in lost income and, and, and fees. Um, <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's a belief coming from a person of authority that's been handed down to me that was irrational, really, because he didn't know my potential. Um, yep. But that's, you know, that's, I think, what we do instill in people of like the belief that you're going to do this. Like, it's just a matter of time. And if you, if you yep. stay in the game, if you can keep getting better with your own training, you keep turning up. You know, keep building your profile. Like it for me, like the chin ups example, Ben. Like I see that anyone can do well online. Like anyone who's not making money online at the moment, I'm like, what? What are you doing? Like, like what Gary Vee and some of these people say. Like, it's the best time ever to to build an online business, and it's and it's so easy. If you're not to, if you're not winning now, then you should really get out of the game and go and pack groceries or you know do something else that's more suited to your to your skill set. It's, it's literally looks like that to me. Like all you need to do is go hard. Like there's free advertising. Yeah. You can be messaging people all day. We tell Same. you, you know, we can show you the product, like get your body sorted and just go hard. Like, what are you going to, who knows what the world's going to be like when you finish your degree, you know, four years from now in debt and you know, the market and who knows what's, what's, what the world's going to look like then, you know? What's funny too, is that now the guys getting the top athletes are often the ones who are just doing the best on social media. And that's how the top athletes find them. And yeah. so it's, and, and it used to be a little bit different. It used to be more like these kind of, you could be this sort of unknown guy and trained top athletes and you still can, but percentage wise, how, how well you're doing online actually has a ton to do with even achieving your in-person goals that you want. You know what I mean? Now I have, what, what's funny when I was just, when I was just in person, I was trying to get, you know, an NBA player trying to get, you know, NFL athletes and stuff. Now that I'm online, I kid you not for my 49, 50 month service on a weekly basis, a, 
NFL player or someone like this that we would have killed to try to train signs up, starts sending in their videos, loves the service. 4950, literally guys <laughs> getting paid tens of millions of dollars are doing my online. Like, so, I, oh, I mean, every, it's not even like, like we barely even have time to send it in a group chat that like an NFL quarterback signed up. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's, you have to bank on the fact that technology is only going to keep going. So start now with a Google doc and film your own YouTube video and put it on whatever. Everything I just named is, is free. You know what I mean? Just, but you got to just start. And then the work you put in gets you better and better and better in so many ways, how good you are on camera. I used to think I sucked at camera. I could never be good at camera. My wife is an actress. I would watch her doing monologues in front of people and I'd be, sweating bullets with my heart pounding just watching i used to be the guy who was so nervous to speak at, at all in public in any level you know what i mean <clears throat> talking on a You're camera nervous. was super awkward but that's a skill in itself so you got you got to be building that online skill at the same time like you just have to start and just keep going and then at the same time make sure you keep going on your knowledge as a trainer and actually are training people whether it's watching them online or in person but i mean you got to get you got to get reps yeah. training people. And I don't know if there is a way to replace that in-person experience. You know what I mean? That was my thing. I was the guy who worked from 4 a.m. to midnight training people. My goal was always, I'm going to train more people this week. And I genuinely believe that I was training more people in person than anyone on earth. And I say that because I did personal training, not, not group classes, right? So yeah. I did personal training, but I only charged $150 a month for personal training in my gym. So I was training so many people and then training trainers to train. Like I had it narrowed down that I could train people for like seven bucks a workout and, yeah. and keep the lights on. And so, you know, but that was my, that was my thing. So I don't know if there is a replacement for working your balls off, but if you have, I would have been so rich by now if I even would have had the simplest online business at the same time. You see what I mean? So yeah. that's what I've learned looking back is, you know, it, it's the two factors we're talking about. I, so I think you have to find, I think ultimately you have to find that balance between, between delivery and, you know, between physical skills and delivery and online skills and delivery. And of course, a ton goes into both that, you know what I mean? Tons of details like we're talking about. Social media is just one detail of online delivery, but online and and, you know, in person, um, be, be a pro at both, I think, is your best protection. And you'll just be ridiculously successful. Yep. Yep. I think that's, that's uh, the path is becoming clearer. And I, I know people have been so brainwashed into thinking that they have to go down this traditional path. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely worth considering those, for those who are, who are listening or going to taking it more seriously, you know, like all the negative media around social media, like we need to get off social media and whatnot. If you use it right, it's, it's a, it's a powerful tool and an amazing opportunity. And you can see that clearly, you know, with Ben and with myself, um, like I've been working full-time online since 2014. Before that I was with teams, you know, all my background was with teams and I started off working for free as well. You know, I had to work for free uh, for, for a bunch of time, you know, I was doing massage, to get paid to be able to live while I was working for free with junior athletes uh, in the NRL system. Like that's how I got started. And, you know, pretty much everyone has this kind of story. 
but that doesn't mean you can't start building your, you know, build your social equity, build your social media, put a product out there, and that's how yep. you're going to learn. You're not going to learn about business by going to university or by not doing that stuff. Like even just training yourself, it's not enough. There are a lot of strong guys out there that make no money and help no one because they just focus on their training, but they haven't learned, you know, this other side. There is the other extreme though, Ben. There's people who want to learn click funnels. They want to learn Facebook ads. They want to learn like every single social media platform in detail. There's coaches I know who've gone, you know, and they try and get into business coaching of trainers and they really kind of lose track of, of where they started. Maybe, you know, you can touch on yeah. like your balance now between being a businessman. You've got a, you know, you've got a big company. You've got a you know, number of people that you're working with. You're still training, you, you know, you're still researching. Like, how do you find that? Oh, yeah. Well, not just become a businessman. Yeah, you, you got to stay obsessed with your craft, right? Yeah. So I wake up every morning, my whole lifestyle set up every day. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to literally learn more and make a breakthrough on how good my training is, which has nothing to do with the business. And then every day I'm trying to inch forward on getting a little bit better at business. So, um, yeah, I, you, you got to put you got to put money in both sides of the jar every day. That's your only long term guarantee. Um, either one of those can work short term, but long term, I mean, you're really creating a legacy there if you can be working on both sides of that. So, yeah, I, I think it's uh, you know, your your results long term are going to sell. So, if every day you wake up and think, how can I get a little bit better at getting people results? That's a good freaking start. And then if you also think, how can I make my results a little bit better, uh, a little bit more deliverable online, whether that be, you know, more followers or improving your videos or, you know, improving your site, but have them, have them running. Don't wait to become a trainer. Don't wait to train people and don't wait to have an online business of some sort. Just start, you know, start it, but then get better at both every day. That's my that's my conclusion. But I, I think it's important that people recognize that years can go by forgetting about certain of these things. And some people can think that they're just playing the game by, as you were saying, being all in on the business side and totally lose sight of actually their craft and their purpose of helping people. And then you have guys on the other side, like I was, of losing sight that it is a business and thinking it's noble to be unknown and you know what I mean? And just, yeah. just insanely competent at helping people, but no one knowing about it. So it, it's, it's right in the middle. Work, be actively working on both every day. Love it. Maybe we can uh, chat a little bit more about what your life was like in those, some of those early phases of how you were training people in the gym in those early days and what's, what's kind of changed, if anything, in, in your systems. Um, we can, maybe we can pull out a few of those things in the next one. Yeah. Yeah, let's keep let's keep doing these once a week. Love it. Let's keep let's keep diving in. We I really can talk about talking. the exact difference between you know training in person and training online. Love it. Yep. Thanks. All right, bro. Thanks for your time there. And uh, yeah, let's. Uh, if you listened in and you listened this far and you got some some insights, then drop us a message. It's always good to to hear those messages when the, the penny drops for someone too.